0: Jeanette writes in, if it is voted that life begins with a heartbeat, then why can they vote you dead vote you dead if your heart is still beating and your brain is not? I don't know about that one. I don't know where she's going with it. Oh, that's a whole heartbeat heartbeat law thing. Yeah, you know, the the whole abortion pro-life thing is it's just such a mess. It's just such a mess. I think that uh, where, where it's all going is that there are people that who believe that it's okay and proper to abort a fetus are just going to find a way to do it in states where they say it's okay. Like mostly now the uh, more politically left states because that seems the dividing line (laughs) the left and the right on this one. Pro-choice and pro-life. And and that's it. So that's really pretty much the way it's going to end up. There's going to be red states and blue states and if you want to get one abort a fetus you can you can do the red state or the blue state. And if you don't, just stay in the red state. And that's it. Everybody gets to do what they want. And which is pretty much the way it is on Earth. Um, more and more, we're all beginning to understand that everybody gets to do what they want as long as they don't encroach on somebody else's stuff, which is kind of tricky when you start thinking about fetuses and all that and when does life begin and when does the soul enter the body. I'm not going to um, get involved in that one. I have theories about when souls enter the body, but my theory doesn't matter. It's, uh, it's just between you and God, and um, the soul that's either in there or it's coming in there. The Bible, the Bible says that soul comes in at the, at the first breath, and I kind of think that soul comes in and out during the gestation period, comes back and forth talks to God said what do you think yeah that's pretty good I like it in there it's kind of kind of dark and my like mom and goes back and forth and then I think that's how it works and uh, in my opinion it's just I don't know why I'm saying this but I think then that soul will um, um kind of stay in there permanently but nothing's permanent or kind of settled in for the for the ride even though we can leave our body after that uh, but kind of settled into Um, a karmic experience in the body at the first breath. But, I don't know. Way above my pay grade, baby. We uh, um, have been seeing some Put a th- we've put a thing on Facebook that's fascinating. Virtually every country of the world, and here I just wrote down a few lists, in Rome and uh, Singapore, in Pakistan and India, in Germany, in Ireland and Iran, um, I can't even read my handwriting, Mexico, Africa, Caracas, Venezuela, Algeria, on and on and on and on. They have huge... Huge um, masses of people out in the street. Uh, I tried to get the, the video from the Facebook thing that somebody posted on there, but I couldn't figure out how to do it. I'm not a geek. There are people running around the earth right now, and they are just not having it. You know, they are just staying, standing up, and saying, you know what, you people are crazy. And what you're doing with the food and what you're doing with this COVID stuff and what you're doing with vaccine passports and God knows what. We just don't want to do it and we're not having it and that's the way it is. And it's just millions of people all over the planet that are in the street today. Now, uh, the media in this country, nobody's talking about it. I mean, you you have to find these videos and they get censored on YouTube. I mean, we are, we are living in a, in, a, in a country that is so full of propaganda about virtually everything. And me being in the media for 50 years, it's just fascinating that it's going on, and it's going on big time. It's going on huge. And whether or not it's going to spill over into this country um, this year or next year when will we see people out in the streets? Um, I don't know. Uh, the future is really, well, um, making predictions about things is, is difficult when it involves the future, as Andrew Goss used to say. Yeah, you know, you just can't, everybody has free will So people are just um, liable to do anything. And I I guess the real interesting question is, is how much silliness will people in this country put up with before they hit the streets? I mean, how, and that's to me the real question. There's, There's folks out there now like Martin Armstrong and other people that are predicting huge, Revolts, kind of things, in this country. Um, I don't know what it's going to be about if they try to do more, um, you know, controlling uh, with injections or try to pull off another, you know, monkeypox. You got to stay at home and all this stuff. I don't think people would put up with a with a uh, another. We got a mask and social distance. I don't think they're going to do it in this country. There's too many people that just know. It ain't happening. Too many people are onto it. Too many, many people. So I don't think they're going to be able to pull it off. I think they're going to try, you know, um, because you know that's what they do. They'll they'll try, but I don't think they I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. So they may have to come up with something else to really. You know make things worse try to make things worse for us don't you think it's amazing that uh, we're going through this stuff you know out there in the world in the matrix oh it's just fascinating What's going on, Doodle? (laughs) Uh, Jennifer, what do you think about... Well, it's a big subject. Uh, I guess we can talk a little bit about it. What is your opinion on the Great Reset, central bank digital currencies, and the future economic state of the United States? I know you study this stuff. I do study this stuff with Fred, and I studied for twenty-five years. Um, um, Let's see, short, short version. short version is um, I think there are forces Jennifer in in the world, in in Europe um, uh, you know the Davos crowd and in China even China even and just the George Soros this whole crowd that they, they seem to think that they need to do something big with the, the financial system, big picture, you know, with the IMF, the World Bank, and the dollar, to um, do some kind of a, what they call a great reset, that will put them in a position to keep going without things getting out of control. Um, so, there appears to be so much debt everywhere because the monetary system is based on debt right we've talked about this a lot simply put the only way new money comes into circulation is when um you create a debt instrument so when we create a mortgage or a credit card that's right when you go to the gap you're creating money you are uh okay i like that shirt okay Create $50 and I'll buy it. That's how it works. Uh, That money doesn't come out of some stash somewhere. All credit is debt. And all credit is new money coming into circulation. This is why the money supply of dollars is about $40 trillion. It's just like crazy. Just crazy. $40 trillion out there running around. Lots of it in, is in Europe and around the country and why prices are are rising today because there's so many dollars chasing uh, the same pork chop or um, carton of eggs or milk or, or whatever. So this is a debt-based system. So when you create a mortgage or a credit card or a car payment or student loan, these dollars come into existence the Federal Reserve Bank, they create the dollars on a computer and say, here you go, here's your, here's your mortgage. Banks do that along with the Federal Reserve. That's called modern money mechanics. And you can Google that one and they'll tell you exactly how they do it. It's no secret. And this is the, the system, and then every every country has been doing this the same way. They all, all their central banks do the same way. China, right, they all do the same. Now, China has an advantage over the, uh, over the dollar people because they own their own central bank. They don't have debt like we do. And this is why China is in such a strong position, in my opinion, and even Russia to some extent, because they don't have debt. When they need more yuan, uh, the, the treasury in China just creates it, and when we need more money, the Treasury, we borrow it from the Federal Reserve or other people, half of it from the Fed, and then they create it. So we're in a very weakened position because of the, the private ownership of the Federal Reserve Bank. So this is going on everywhere Europe is in sad shape everywhere, and there's no telling um, some of the bumps in the road that we're going to see financially in the next year. I have no idea. I mean, I, it's, anything could happen, and I know that seems weird, but anything could happen. You have a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people like Martin Armstrong and Tom Luongo, who we talk to, and they they give you some real specifics on um, you know the value of the dollar and gold and silver and some investments in real estate. And that's why we talked to them. Um, but um, you know all bets are off really. This thing is such a a wild um, wild ride right now uh, with the markets and the way they are. and if you understand uh, how money comes into existence, anything is bound to happen. anything. So I the only thing I could, say with uh, certainty that it would be a good idea if you have some gold and silver coins in your possession. That's the best thing I know how to what to do. Um, and make sure that the only stocks that you're in are maybe something that could sustain a real hit. And there's many, you know, many pundits out there suggesting that the uh, stock market is going to Gonna have their day in court someday because of how it's been built up with with funny money um, and low interest rates for what the last ten years. Why they're raising interest rates now? So we'll see. So I'd be real careful if you're in the market. Um, it's up to you. You be careful. See what you got. Uh, but know that if if things really get pounded uh, this year, next year, next year as far as the stock market hit of 10 20 30 percent which could happen that it could take 20 years for you to get back to where you are and if you don't think you're gonna want to be around that long I think you'd be better off I don't do investment advice but to really think about it uh, and get out now and buy some gold and silver and and you'll be you won't lose any money for sure uh, we we think that gold and silver coins are a very nice way to protect yourself Fred and we'll show you a little picture here, Fred's company. He has a company that buys and sells gold and silver coins, uh, numismatic coins, and he has for, gosh, 25, 30 years. He was Andrew Goss's partner, and uh, he's a good guy. He knows his stuff. He's not going to try to ever sell you something that, you know, you don't need. You just don't. He just doesn't do it. And these are um, pre-1965 dimes, quarters, and halves. And you can buy what they call currency silver, or you can get some more numismatic-valued $20 gold pieces from Fred and put these babies in a safe or in your underwear drawer. Nobody's going to know you have them. And just keep them safe. And if uh, the dollar does a you know, uh, about-faced, it's real strong right now. The dollar does not about face, and um, really takes a hit. Gold and silver will go up considerably and uh, you'll be glad that you did. That's a short story. Eight hundred eight seven eight two six four six. but it certainly is a way to um, ensure that you're not going to lose money. The, uh, the Chances of gold and silver going down from here, uh, it's just infinitesimally small. You know, there's no sure thing it could, but, as you know, they're saying the commercial, commercial's past performance doesn't predict future results or whatever it is. No, it's, uh, chances of it going down are very slim. So the worst case, if you get in gold and silver now, in my opinion, worst case, in just my opinion, I could be wrong, but you can, you're just not going to lose any money, which is not the same, you know, if you're in a stock market, not the same. So, so that's my story on uh, um, Fred Dushewski, 800-878-2646. We have a great product called Pearlseum, and Pearlseum is, uh, is a, a ground-up uh, um, pearl product, comes from oysters. And you can brush your teeth with it and take it internally, and I think it's a very nice thing to um, to to try. I think you'll like it a lot, and especially brushing your teeth with it. I mean, you're you're gonna like it. And I think this is Rule and Chew. She talks about. Uh, brushing your teeth with it. Previously, we talked with Dr. Rulin Zhu about using Pearlseum on your teeth. You have to experience
1: it. You <laughs> <Yeah>. believe it.
0: <laughs> yeah, you do. That's what I've been saying to my listeners. I keep saying, can't even explain this. Just buy it. Just click on it, buy some. Trust me. Just trust me. And you're going to like the way your teeth look. <laughs> That's what I keep telling.
1: Dentist, they did an experiment uh, on their uh, clients. And they literally prove and they literally show the picture every day you know, when they take it in a few days the tooth literally become like you said like a pearl pearl hmm. um, like a pearl and it looks so beautiful and really white and shiny yeah it really works and hmm. it's also scientifically proven by the um, experiment and he literally proved it is not only good for your teeth he also proved it's also good for your gum
0: try some of this pearl soon well, I think you're going to love it you can try it internally as well. Helps with sleep. Great way to get uh, absorbable calcium and also on your face. Uh, you'll see the green ad there, the beautiful green container. Get the capsules or the powder. Perlsium, Click and order. OneRadioNetwork.com Yeah, I think you'll really like it. So you can get the powder and then also get the capsules as the talk show dude just told you a few minutes ago or suggested. And uh, yeah, you'll like it. I've been taking the calcium more uh, well, it's not calcium, but it's calcium and other um, really nice uh, nice things in there. I've been taking um, taking it more and more. Just because I kind of like it. I had one other thing here. Which one was it? What were we going to do? Don't mind me. Just trying to figure out my life. Oh, yeah. Here's a basic idea of why we promote this uh, um, Aquacure machine. This was previously with George Wiseman about his Aquacure machine making hydrogen, gas, and water out of the same hose. Listen.
1: The body accepts that gas and uses it to heal everything. It's like the fountain of youth. It's a astonishing the amount of ailments in fact in scientific studies and they have over a thousand scientific studies now, they are showing that it either helps the body heal directly or indirectly from virtually every ailment that ails any water-based life form. But it works just as well on animals and plants and lizards and birds and Hmm.
0: everybody. And you're saying this because this machine called the Aquacure split into five different parts. Six. I got hydrogen, oxygen, electro... Enhanced water, water vapors, monoatomic hydrogen, what else?
1: And monatomic oxygen.
0: Oh, the mono-oxygen. And that's what your machine does? It splits it?
1: Yes, it, it makes that mixture inside the machine and all that comes out a single hose. The same hose. A gas? As a gas, in gaseous form, yes.
0: And you breathe it or you put it in water?
1: So if you bubble the browns gas into this water, yeah, into, let's say, distilled water, it will go to a negative ORP. And when you drink that, it actually gives your body an, an electrical energy, this, these electrons. Instead of sucking energy from you, it gives it. So you can have water that is healthful and not healthful just by the energy that's in the water.
0: You want to get one? Me too. Ours is on the way. Check this out. Lifetime. Yeah. Well, i tell you how old that commercial is. But I, I thought I'd play it because it's, it's a nice explanation of uh, what this machine is about. Uh, we've been breathing the gas and drinking the water for gosh. I know, well, we've drunk the crazy Kool-Aid our whole life, but, you know, drinking the water and breathing the gas for uh, almost three years now. It's, uh, it's on sale, 20% now, generally 10%, but uh, George is doing it, tw- and we're doing it together. We're each taking less commissions because I'd like to get more people out there and try it. 20% discount, promo code 1RADIO for a Aquacure Browns gas machine on 1radionetwork.com. Oh, wait a minute. I can do it. Broadcasting from the beautiful hill country in Texas, this is one, Radio network.com. Okay, okay, okay. I wanted to spend uh, a little bit of time here this morning before we go on the... Um, The idea that you and I, as spiritual beings in this body, have the opportunity to accept the life force, which we call, we'll call spirit, like, you know, you can call it whatever you want, lots of names for it. What well, is this called spirit? Most people can get get into that one. No matter what your your religious persuasion is, divine spirit. It's good, right? In car, we in Achencar, we call it the act, but just divine spirit. My experience is, and the more and more I research it and think about it and work with it, which is a real fun thing when you work with it and you know you get to see really how it works because then it becomes more ingrained in your little in your little DNA right is that this this force this energy which we can call it spirit or god it just is and it is undifferentiated that's made up of everything that we want to experience, which is peace, love, hippie beads, abundance, health, longevity, uh, compassion, patience—all the good stuff. This is like its essence, right? This is what it's made made of. Spiritual paths have talked about this since the beginning of time, and this this energy is just in everything already. So this is in us. It's in everything. It's in squirrels and, and beavers and and uh, snakes and frogs and uh, broccoli and cows. It's, it's in everything. It is life. It's the only reason that uh, there is life is because it's all parts of God. Right? It's all parts of God. And the only reason things live or exist and the only reason we exist is because God loves us, essentially, right? Is that God wants to express itself more fully in physical reality and in the other realities that are not physical, like the astral and causal and mental and all these other planes that are out there. And there are very billions of other planes out there with kabillions of other souls and other places in physical reality. I mean, they, it just are. You know, I've visited some, you can read about some, um, you can visit yourself to learn how to soul travel and go out there and it's there. It's just there. And there's like everywhere. Cabillions of souls have been around forever and they're on all different planes of reality and some people you know, come up with a place called heaven and it's in one of those places and you could probably go there afterwards if you want and see what's going on there and see, you know, and then take it from there. But anyway, so this energy, my experience, is, um, is just here and the easiest way I know after all these years how to contact it, if you're interested in contacting this this energy god spirit the easiest way is to just believe that it exists just that one movement of your state of consciousness you believe that it exists and say well hmm okay i'm into that yeah let's see let's see where that takes me and once we believe that it exists then This energy, this, what we call God, um, is, the more we trust it, the more it trusts us. Because I would encourage you to remember that this energy is wanting to express itself through us, which is why we're here, and it needs us. So it wants to help you have everything that you want in your life by you trusting God that you're going to be able to do whatever you want and you put effort into it. And then God is saying, Yeah, that's great. Do that. Do that. That'd be great. I'll give you that. And Spirit will introduce you to people to help you. It will introduce you to ideas. It will give you ideas. Um in that, what the Quakers call that still voice within, right, or uh, the, um, the golden tongue wisdom, or whatever you want to call it, will always be encouraging you to keep moving in the direction that you really want to move, because that's really where spirit wants to go as well. Because the more that you and I do our dream, do what we want, and take care of ourselves, and believe in God, and believe that God is, you know, prayer is—it's it's worked along, you know, a lot, and it's simply people had a faith in God that God wants to help um, help souls to know more of their own, their pure their pure spiritual nature, that everything that they want and desire is what. God wants for them. Because that's what God does for a living. That's what spirit does. It, it says, here, here, take more, take more. And my experience is, is that the only time that, that I, I'll just speak for myself, ever limit myself to um, taking advantage or taking my share of God's love and power is how much I'm able to accept. How much I'm able to accept. It's not, there's no limit to about what God and Spirit wants to do for us. That's there. And it's like, it's like, it's like everything. Anything that you've wanted, ever, is right there. And what our job, in my opinion, is to accept more of god's love and god's protection and god's grace and god's power accept it to believe in it and accept it and incorporate it into what we do the food we eat uh, the relationship with our family um our work something that we want to create and keep believing that this is helping us and the more we believe it's helping us to do what we want to do, the more it helps us to do what we want to do. Uh, again, it's a reciprocal uh, kind of a relationship with spirit. The more we trust it, the more it trusts us. And if you think about spirit I mean, having incredible intelligence, knowing you and I, everything we've ever done in every lifetime, think about that. And knowing every picadillo, every little, tiny little deep fear or whatever that we might still be carrying around, spirit knows this and doesn't care, uh, it doesn't, you know, pick on us, say, well, Patrick, you shouldn't, come on. God, give that one. Up. Nope. It just loves us and just encourages us to keep doing what we want to do, what we want to experience. And in my opinion, this is why we're here on this earth plane this lifetime and how we got to this crazy land out there in the matrix. Because trust me when I tell you that the more you and I evolve spiritually, which there's a lot of people that are waking up and smelling the coffee the last three years with this whole COVID experience. Huge amount of people. Huge amount of people. Going through all kinds of things. And I said to that nice lady Michelle of Michigan, I think that the people, the souls that really want to wake up this lifetime and learn their spiritual uh, mm, um, spiritual mm, mission to know that they are of God, to know that uh, what we're talking about here, this last part that's why we're here and the easiest way to learn that is to go through some really dumb stuff just like uh, Michelle did, just like other people I know, go through some, really thought you were going to die. But in all cases, and in so many cases over the years that we've, we've heard from people that they go through what they call cancer. It's not what they say it is, but they go through this cancer thing and they come on the show and we've talked to many of them over the years and they all say one thing. This is the best thing that ever happened to me. Because somewhere along the line, with this lady from Michigan, or with any of us, and which I did over the last 15 years with different things, somewhere along the line, we have the wherewithal to know that we didn't want to go, it's not time to go, uh, and it might have been a little messy, but we're gonna do everything that we can to stay and work through whatever this is. Call it what you will. Detox, virus, I don't care. Bacteria, you know, whatever. And that's the way we get stronger because we have learned um, in, a, in a very um, um, precious way that we have free will, we have choices, and we can, we can come up with ideas that are going to help us to get through whatever we're getting through and then when we do that we're stronger spiritually. We're stronger spiritually. Not physically. You know, we just might have learned something about some protocol or whatever or vitamin C and you know. all. These things are just all energetics things that um, we have to to heal us. To help us to heal. But I would argue in the, at the end of the day, what really got Michelle and what got everybody through, and what got me through sciatica and Uddle-Bowl syndrome five years ago, I thought I was going to die, is my, um, my acceptance of spirit and knowing that I was going to make it because uh, I'm, I'm eternal as so, and that's what gets you through. And we can take a lot of stuff, but that's not what, in my opinion, that's not what cures anything. The only thing what cures is when we let go of the ideas that got us into the situation, which is just faulty thinking. Believing in this, believing in that, believing that, I don't know, whatever. Everybody has a lifetime of thoughts and ideas and images that weren't serving them. And just trust me when I tell you when you're going through some really things like cancer, or even three or four or five weeks of some kind of flu or whatever that we think it is, what's really going on is that on a deep love, spiritual level, and if you could remember a lot of your dreams, you, you would know what's going on, but if you didn't remember them, you were going through all kinds of different healing things with different people, mom, dad, whatever, boyfriend, girlfriend, husbands, uh, dogs, cats, whatever. This is what's going on while you're healing on the inner planes, and this healing is going on. And that's what really allowed you to live, not mm, not some nutrient or hydrogen or um, anything or sulfur. These all are help help you feel better, and it is all, it also helps because we think that we're or because we don't understand that it's all a spiritual healing, this helps us to um, do something. You know, We do stuff because we think we're. this is what's working. But in my opinion, this is not what's going on. It's all a spiritual experience, all of it. I'm not discounting taking stuff, because I, I take stuff and I do the hydrogen, because it helps. But what's really going on is spiritually. Everything is a spiritual experience in this reality. We may think we have a body, it may feel solid, It's not solid. Um, But whenever we go through something, we have um, brought up um, some emotions or opinions or ideas or thoughts that were not serving us and we needed to let those go because they built up to such an extent that we either get flu, colds, liver cancer, you know, stomach cancer, whatever. And you can just depending on how long you keep them depends on what they call the detoxification process. Because it's all a detox process. You know, you I, I think you could argue that, uh, you know, just being on planet Earth is uh, detoxing. This is why we're here, to detox all the stuff that we brought with us, this incarnation. And it's not a Bad thing. I'm not saying they are all stupid, but this is just the way it works. We come in this lifetime with a lot of baggage. Issues with mom and dad, issues with this or that, fears, fear of death, whatever. Fear of germs, fear of doctors, fear of elephants sitting on our house. And then the reason why we came in again is so we can dump them. Just get rid of them. Let them go. And how do we let them go? Very simply said, we let them go by creating situations where we have to let them go or we die. Just like this lady, the call from Michigan. I mean, if she she wasn't spiritually strong enough, she felt like she was going to die and she could have gone to the hospital, theoretically, and let them fill fill her full a bunch of antibiotics and remdesivir and she could have left but she was strong enough to, to do and take another route so she made spiritual decisions by thinking no I'm going to do this and I'm going to try this and I'm going to do this research and I've listened to this person I've listened to that person so here's what I'm going to do and she made a decision to to live and that's why she's living today and stronger um, so many many souls Uh, in my opinion, just don't have the wherewithal to go through the experience like this lady you called did and that you and I do uh, just because, well, they just can't. They're so deep into the weeds that they just can't, they can't get out. And I understand it and I'm not criticizing them and they may just fade away this time and not, you know, live 70, 80 years and now I'm, I'm done. But personally, I think that we are all um, programmed and not programmed, but we all have the ability to live as long as we want. I, I think we can. I know we can. I know we can. You know, you and I might just go, whatever, 90 100 or 110 or 120 and just get tired and and say okay well I'm done but this depends it's all choice it's it's just all choice and God doesn't care you know you can just stay as long as you want but if you think about every every experience and every thought and every idea that we have a choice to buy into or not oh I can catch this or oh um yep yeah, no you know I got cancer and So I'm going to do... It's all a choice. It's all a choice. But it's... To me, what's fascinating about it is that this world, the matrix, of what we call Maya, is so bonkers and is so in our face from every direction, anywhere you go. I mean... I wouldn't turn on television, but I can only imagine what's going on television. I see enough videos, you know, video clips to know. I mean, it's nuts. And every every pressure out there, every article out there, everything out there is trying to convince you that you are um, not in charge. Opposite of what I just said. You know, you can only live so long and you're going to get it and we're going to get you with a germ, we're going to get you with nuclear war, we're going to get you with this. So, I mean, you might as well just give up, dude and do that. You just might as well give up because just let us take care of you. And this is the big movement, what's going on here. Let us take care of you. Medicare, student loans whatever send you money let us do it we we, we know it we know the way to go and these people are there for the very reason to see how strong you are that's why we're there that's why they're there They're just in this movie we call life. And as a screenwriter, and you watch any movie, there's always a villain, right? There's always um, uh, the the hero, the heroine that wants to accomplish something. Any movie. Check it out. Every movie. Because it's life. And then there's always uh, a villain. All the Star Wars, all the Batman things. They're, they're great mythical stories. Um, Game of Thrones. All of these things that are hugely uh, popular and make billions of dollars. Uh the whole latest Tom Cruise thing is about, you know, war, killing the bad guys. There's always a villain. And without a villain, you don't have life. Without forces against you, there's no life. There's just some mythical place called heaven. Could exist, and you could go there and just not do anything. But I'll guarantee if you go there, if you're a Christian, you go to heaven, I would argue that, well, it might not just be exactly what you think it is and you may have to move on from there because I don't think that it's just our, our job to just hang out and sit around on a cloud and being happy uh, for eternity. Or we can get there but we have to earn our way there. But that's a whole other thing. So these, these uh, forces... Uh, are there for a reason and the more people that um, wake up smell the coffee that's happened the last three years with this COVID nonsense and the more people have waken up and say man I'm not sure that's really true I don't even know this germ thing is happening this is why people are in the streets all over the world because they're waking up spiritually and they're communicating with each other on the subconscious, or as you know, Jung talked about the collective unconscious, and they're all saying, you know what? Uh, these governments are crazy. They they, they don't have our best interests at heart. I don't know. There's farmers in uh, what in Norway or Netherlands um, pushing back. I mean, they have billions of tractors in the streets because they want to take away their fertilizer and just kill them. I mean, it's crazy what's going on. But the people are not having it. They're not. Um, they don't want it. There are there are millions of people in China that are just not paying their mortgages. So uh, all over the world, people are waking up and and they're going to start pushing back on everything. All right, and they're doing it. So it's going to be exciting to see. But it's. It, it, they're there to help you get off your couch, get off the, the idea of just believing the same old stuff that you and I have believed for lifetimes, and to say, wait a minute, there's something else going on here because it isn't that working. I'm just not going to di- just die in 10 or 20 years and um, come back and do this puppy again, which is what ha- will happen if we don't wake up and really get it together this lifetime and understand that we are spiritual beings, um, we could very well come back and reincarnate again. And you want to do that whole thing? Going back in puberty and God knows it will be going 30, 40 years from now. I don't think planet Earth plane is going to be the most fun place to be. So you probably don't want to do that. So I'm here to help you, maybe uh, not um, Having to come back. That's why we're here, in my opinion. Well, that was fun. I don't know where that came from. Okay, uh anything else uh, before we go. Triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six email patrick one radio network dot com. Uh let's see just some other emails that might be fun to hmm. Oh, this is fun. Yeah, I haven't talked much about this. Good. From Jerry. I'm interested in your uh, experiment you're doing with more meat-based diet. I'm doing the same and uh, I've only about three weeks, but I'm uh, constipated. And um, what's going on? So I don't know what you're eating, Jerry. Um, you might want to feel me on a more what you're eating. What I've been able to tell with eating a more carnivore, a more meat-based diet, is that um, it, it takes a month or two to really get the, the um, you know, the, the, everything kind of straightened out down there in the stomach, small intestine, large intestine. I found that it's taken me about, um, what is it now? How long has it been? I don't know, almost two months to really start to get uh, digestion elimination working. It's taken a while. And I don't know what it is, the bacteria or the, the gut microbiome. It's way above my pay grade. I don't dig too deep in those things because I'm just lazy. I just uh, keep doing it and trying to look and see. But uh, what I've been seeing on the interweb that Al Gore invented is on a, on a more meat-based, animal-based diet, a more carnivore-type paleo diet, if you want to try it, is that the constipation is um, uh, more due to you not having enough fat. So it's a good question. Not having enough fat. That you need more fat. And the fat will help the elimination thing go. Fat. Fat. So, um, get more fatty meats. Uh, You can get uh, beef tallow on the internet. uh, Grass-fed beef tallow. Butter. um, Some cheese. Well, cheese is kind of hard on the constipation. I would say more, um, uh, yeah, uh, goat's milk, uh, raw goat's milk, butter, um, cream, um, and then meat. You know, meat fat, fat meats, and that'll help keep things keep things moving. There's a there's a really nice product. Excuse me. Uh, called aloe lax that you can use in the meantime. But um, uh, my experience, too, is you're just not going to have as many or as much uh, bulk elimination uh, eating mostly meat because meat is mostly about, I don't know, what is it? I think it's about 75% water. I'm serious. There's not a lot of fiber in meat. Um there just isn't uh but you know i 'm doing eggs and um butter and uh, some fruit i 'm doing some fruit, which I like, and goat 's milk, so I've got a pretty varied diet now but but my mainly meat mainly meat with butter on it. I really like it uh you know i I found an interesting thing with the blood sugar, I just thought about it um So last night, uh, and by the way, uh, because I'm kind of keeping track of it, on this almost two months of a more heavy meat-based experiment I'm doing, I am, um, the sleep is better and better, which is really curious, right? You think that the protein would, I don't know, but better and better. Uh, Two, three months ago, I would go to sleep, say 10 o'clock, wake up at 11, um, <laughs> stay up for two or three hours, work on my screenplay, and have a little bite of something, go back to bed, and maybe wake up again in between, and in morning time. And now, for example, last night I went to bed at 10.30, and was sleeping till 1.30, what, 11, 12, 3 hours, which is more than normal, um, got up, worked on the screenplay for a little bit, read some spiritual stuff. And what I had was I had a piece of meat kind of left over from, uh, from dinner that I just heated up and, and I had some fat there and some butter, ate that puppy, uh, about three in the morning, two in the morning, I don't know what time it was, maybe three, four, went back to sleep and then slept until, uh, eight o'clock this morning, which is a long run. So I had a good night, um, and then I checked my blood sugar uh, first thing this morning because it's fun to play because I'm always experimenting. Well, how did that work? My blood sugar was about 100, which is very much, much higher than it normally is when I don't eat, eat something, eat fat in the middle of the night. So I, I come to, uh, to the conclusion that fat will keep your blood sugar up as well, not only sugar and fruit or carbs. That interesting, yeah. I mean, that's all I had was meat and some fat. I had the two or three pieces of fat that I fried up a little bit and popped them down. At uh, I think it was three o'clock, and then at eight o'clock, my blood sugar was a hundred. And normally, um, day after day after day, it's about sixty, fifty, sometimes forty-five, very low with just meat. Forty-five, fifty, sixty, seventy, and then after the fat, uh, four hours earlier, five hours earlier it was um, 100. So, obviously, fat... I'm not saying high blood sugar is bad. I felt fine. It was fine to have 100. It's it's going to keep going back and forth. But So, fat will keep your blood sugar up. So, if you're having trouble sleeping at night and maybe your blood sugar is dropping, you can um, have some fat uh, before bed. Oh, you know, somebody... Somebody sent me an email about that. Let me find that. Yeah, I saw that this morning. Yeah. She had some experiences with that. Where is it? I should really mark these things, you know. Just hit me. think she was kind of responding because I was talking about, oh man, I may have lost it. I tell you what, I have a little problem with this email program. Sometimes it just Maybe not. Somehow I may have lost it. Well, oh, here it is. Almost gave up on it. This is from Laura. I just wanted to throw this out there, LOL. Okay. On one of your shows, I heard you mention you had you know, I had tried DHEA, and didn't care for it. Yeah, I did, uh, Laura. I took uh, uh, Adam Bergstrom is playing around with uh, uh, these two products. What are they, Adam? Are you listening? I, you know, something and DHEA. Anyway, I've been into this health stuff for years, just like everyone else, and it's rare to find something that actually helps. Hmm, I'm one of those sensitive beings that reacts to everything, so I have to be careful. Anyway. Laura writes, I was advised to do cortisol test because I was not, oh, let me move it here so I can read it, because I was not able to tolerate thyroid hormone. They said it might be because of my adrenals. The test came back pretty good in cortisol, but very low DHE. I don't even know they measure DHE, do they? A very low dhea i ordered a topical dhea topical seems to be my best bet on most things and i tried it during the day and did not like it ah it made me too chill and sleepy i tried it at night before bed only one or two drops which is um not much dha at all and it has been miraculous for my sleep well i'll be doing and I have felt a lot better during the day. My brain is working better. I'm waiting for it to quit working like everything else, but so far, so good. I know this isn't for the thyroid, but it will be interesting to see what my numbers will be when I test it next time. Everyone is, oh, yeah, Adam got it. Adam takes, uh, thanks for that, Lynn, pregnenolone and DHEA and progestees. Okay, I couldn't recall the pregnenolone. Anyway, Been a real game changer for me. I thought I'd mention to you, to eat a snack before bed. Yeah, that's you know that does it for me too. When I get up, and if I eat a snack at one or two o'clock, something um, really cooked fruit is ice cream is good. Yeah, cottage cheese. Bray Pete likes ice cream. Yeah, you get some cream in there and sugar like Häagen-Dazs. It's very good. Uh, Keeps my blood sugar stable throughout the night. Not having a 3 a.m. liver screaming for glucose episodes. Yeah, and for you too, you might uh, um, think about what I just said about fat. Yeah, and like you say, the, the ice cream or even butter. Um, if you don't want to do carbs, you could do some butter on something, meat. These two things are working for me at the moment. I'm so grateful. I'm listening to your show on oxalates now with uh, uh, Sally Norton... Whatever her name I've gone down this path before, and I'm aware of foods and try to stay away from them. They can, uh, for real, oh, they for real can cause pain. Thanks, Laura. Well, good for you. See, so maybe I should um, try some of this pregnenolone and DHEA, or maybe just a DHA at night. Maybe I'll try that, try that tonight. Yeah, because didn't, um, I think Vibrant Gal, uh, Anna Bergstrom's main squeeze down there, and the the lady that keeps keeps his life together, is um, uh, makes her sleepy as well, right during the day. Maybe that's why I didn't like it when I took it. So I take some at night. I wonder how much I should take. I think Adam is doing pregnenolone and then DHEA of about ten, pregnenolone I think thirty or forty, and he says it really helps his little brain be happier. Oh, here he is. Hi, Adam. I'm experimenting with Progeste, pregnenolone and DHEA. Pregnenolone seems to be the most have the most effect. Oh, cool. So. So, if I wanted to do DHEA at night, how much would I do, Adam? What should I experiment with? 10 or 20 milligrams? I keep threatening to try the Pregnenolone during the day. Do you recall... We interviewed Lynn August, the Revisi lady, and she just sent me some a product um, that's called Light. It's a health equations electrolyte formula. Light, one of the first electrolytes on the market 25 years ago wow from some kind of Revisi protocol is the only electrolyte formula that optimizes the charge on cell membranes in the body's battery wow I want some of that so your samples have molecular hydrogen put one quarter teaspoon in water two to three times a day let me know what benefits you experience well there you have it so I'll let you know maybe you want to get some light You know, electrolytes are pretty cool. I don't understand uh, the Ravisi kind of thing 25 years ago, the only electrolyte formula that optimizes the charge on the cell membrane, but that sounds good. And being, being an Italian Scorpio, I just bought into that one. A quarter teaspoon, eight ounces in water, two, three times a day. And since we do a lot of saunas, electrolyte balance is important, right? So, I'll keep you up to date on that. And I think you can then get some from her website with this health, which is, rather, health equations. Health equations formula. Um, More emails coming in now. Um, Do you think goat's milk and cow's milk are similar? You know, I think, I I, I do goat's milk. I just fine with it. Um, I don't know. It just depends what, yeah, find some raw and see what works for you. Okay, well, let's go. I'm getting hungry. That's enough for now. Let me tell you what's going to go on next week. So I hope you'll come by. Uh, we're going to we'll be streaming lots of different videos, some archive shows during the weekend. So come by, say hello. Hello. All weekend long, one radio network. We're always streaming videos when we're not live here. Next week, let's look at our schedule. Oh, what would we do without mouses, huh? Man. Oh, we got a good show, yeah, a lot of good people. So far, we have four people scheduled for next week, beginning on the 28th. Dr. Jennifer Daniels, lots of uh, emails for her already. If you want to ask her a question, Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Dr. Mark uh, Sherwood, he is running for the governor in the great state of Oklahoma, which is an option if you're looking for a place to live that the government is not as crazy as where you might be right now, like California or Oregon or New York or, yeah, you know. Um... He's going to talk about states' rights and what he believes where it's really going, and we do too. That um, more and more people, states, uh, governors, senators, some of the some of them, are going to come to the you know come to the conclusion that this federal government is so toxic, so swampy. And so broken that they are just not going to change, and I, that's my opinion. I don't see them changing ever, ever, ever. These um, these globalist um, Illuminati types, uh, the dark forces, the one in the in the movie that we're in, they are the the um, the um, the villains, if you will. They're the ones that are trying to keep us down and not coming to the end of the movie. And as a hero, in the Joseph Campbell, you know, the uh, life, the idea that we come in and we're an orphan and then we're a wanderer and then we're a um, warrior and then we're a martyr and we give in and we learn that we're spiritual beings and we can do whatever we want. And that's the uh, the whole Joseph Campbell, you know, path, which was what most stories, from Aristotle back Shakespeare, which most stories are about, which is the soul's progression through uh, physical reality. Anyway, these are these guys are the uh, the um, you know the pushback, the conflict. Uh, And I don't think that they're going to change. Matter of fact, I think they're just going to get crazier and crazier. So I think what's going to happen is more and more people are waking up to the fact that, you know what, I think we're just, you guys just do what you're going to do. Because, you know, we're done. Pretty much. We're just done. We're just not going to do it. And uh, states like Florida and Texas and Oklahoma and North Dakota, South Dakota, um, Idaho a uh, certain extent Montana and other places uh, and now Tennessee uh, we're just going to bail we're just out of here and I think um, maybe years before we actually um, officially secede from the union but in my opinion that's where it's going because the other the federal government is just they're so they're so swampy that they can't be fixed. I'm open to them just waking up and and saying, "No, we were wrong. We're just gonna we're just gonna do things with ethics." But anyway, Dr. Mark uh, Sherwood will be here to talk about states' rights and the Constitution states very clearly in the Tenth Amendment that anything that the it's not stated that the. Constitution that the government can or should do is left up to the states, which is nothing except to provide for the general defense. That's the only thing they should be doing, and but they're telling you everything in the world. So, um, so he's going to be here. Jim Rogers is a legendary investor. He's in Singapore. Uh, we're going to talk to his, him. Boy, it's exciting to talk to him. Uh, about what he thinks is going to be happening big picture, big picture. Dollar, central bank digital currencies, gold, silver, stock market, all the good stuff. We're going to get early because it'll be too late at night for him. We're going to be on at 9 o'clock next Wednesday. Matthew Errett, he's a real patriot and a great researcher. He'll be here next Wednesday also as well to talk about China and Russia's role in this whole geopolitical Quagmire that seems to be getting swampier and swampier as the days move on with China, Russia, Ukraine, and all that stuff. And then nobody yet for Tuesday, but we'll get somebody Tuesday. So we're going to have a full week for you next week. So I love you all very much. Thank you. Uh, I do. I really do love you. Thank you for your support. Let me know if there's anything that I can do here through email uh, to help you reach your goals. That's my job in life. Uh, you're the most important thing in my life uh, as far as my work is, is to help you in any way that I can. That's why I'm here. I know I'm crazy, but hey, uh, somebody's got to do it. I'm um, you know, well beyond uh, just saying things that are comfortable, just going along with the flow just because it's easier um, and I understand Um I understand that idea but it's just not not the way I am I'm going to keep going for what I believe to be the truth Um, we have a much smaller audience than most because we just don't talk trash you know but it's okay with me I love you all thank you see you on Monday you take care of yourself and uh, let me know if there's anything I can do for you. Patrick at oneradionetwork.com. May the blessings be. Broadcasting from the beautiful hill country in Texas, this is one radio network.com.